0: Welcome to Moms of Truth. If you are new here, my name is Alicia and I'm a mom of four. I do homeschool my children and we are actually on our second year in that journey. The ages of my kids are 10 and then my twins are about to turn eight and then my youngest is four. If you are watching this on YouTube, then you might notice that my background is just a little bit different. My husband and I actually took on the project of doing this fun little accent wall since his new job is 100% work from home, and I also get to benefit from that and use it as my new background for my videos. On the Moms of Truth Instagram, I actually shared some bits and pieces of that project as we worked on it, so some of you got to see the progress as it came along. Instagram is a great way to see more of what my family is doing, and so I would encourage you to follow Moms of Truth on that platform for more regular connection. Today, I would like to talk with you about the war that is going on between Russia and Ukraine. I really just want to share my heart with you on why I believe it's important for us to be talking to our children about some of the evil things of this world. And it may not be this war in particular, but maybe something else. I know these conversations are not desirable or are they easy, but it is important. And in this episode, I will tell you why it is important to have these hard conversations with our kids. So I'd love to open with some scripture, Matthew 24, 6. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world, but all of this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. This war that is going on right now, or any war that has happened or yet to happen, should not surprise us. Break our hearts? Yes. Cause us to cry out to God? Of course. But not surprise or blindside us. We know that these kinds of things will continue to take place and progress like birth pains. Think of childbirth labor it progresses not only in the intensity of the pain, but the contractions become closer and closer together. And so it will be with the disasters and evils of the world until Christ returns. This is not something we will forever be able to hide or shelter our children from, but rather it's something we should invite them into because God is glorified through it all, no matter how disastrous, or how evil it is. So here are three reasons why it's important to talk about with your kids. Number one, so they are not surprised or blindsided. How sad for my kids to be raised in the faith only then to go out into the world on their own and encounter evil and then question God. Why would he let such evil happen? Where is he? How could he be good if he would let this happen? Many children grow up Christians only to walk away from their faith later on when things get hard or evil finds them because they're surprised or blindsided by it. They turn on God, blame evil on him and walk away from their faith simply because they lack understanding as to why it's happening, who's inflicting the evil and what the purpose of it is. If when they are children, We tell them these things, lead them through scripture to answer all their questions. They will later be consumed with confusion and frustration and even anger towards God. As mom, of course, I naturally want to protect my children from harmful information. I don't want to tell them of evil things and and watch how their face changes with worry and their heart burdened with sadness but we do not protect them by withholding truth. Truth about the condition of the fallen world and truth about where God is in it. God is the only one who can protect their minds and hearts. And he can do that despite the evil happening in this world, despite the sadness and worry that may fall upon them. He alone can nurture and even remove that from them. Number two, it's biblical. And what I mean by that is that it's part of their biblical worldview. In the Bible, when our children are young, we read stories of the past, right? Things that have already happened like Noah's Ark, Joseph and his brothers, Jonah and the whale, Jesus, the cross, and the tomb. But this is not the whole picture. There are prophecies of things to come things that help to explain what is going on right now, even between Russia and Ukraine, or any other war that's gonna come after this one. So at the same time, we read them biblical stories of the past, we should also be telling them what scripture says about the future and how it gives us understanding for current events. This is part of shaping their biblical worldview. It's not only things of the past, but also current and future things. This gives our kids a complete picture of the Christian faith, a biblical worldview without any holes or missing pieces. We must prepare them for the world that they live in and teach them to hold tight. the hope that is to come, the hope that we cling to through it all, and that is the return of Christ and the making new of this war-torn earth. Number three, it gives them an opportunity to pray about it. We aren't just dumping bad news on our kids and walking away, but we're teaching and training them how to respond in times like these by praying and trusting that God will be with his people. After I told my kids about the war, of course, we prayed. And each one of them prayed for something different. One for the refugees, the women and children that are fleeing their country. One for the Ukrainian men who are volunteering to be soldiers and fight. One for God to bring peace and just make the fighting stop. One for President Putin, that his eyes would be opened and his heart would be softened. These were the prayers of my children. I didn't tell them what to pray for. Each of them prayed from their own heart to the Father. And despite the evil that surrounded our conversation, this was a beautiful moment. A time to let God step in to something that is beyond what our hearts can bear. A time to lean on God to do the impossible. A time to put our trust and hope in the only one who can deliver his people and give them peace. We must train our children to respond in prayer because it's never in our own might that anything is ever accomplished. When something like this happens, sometimes we immediately search for ways that we can help solve the problem or determine how we can make it stop altogether. Maybe not this war, but something else that's going on, something evil or crooked. So when they're trained to turn to him first in prayer, they're also trained not to rely on their own understanding or their own strength. in His. In closing, let me leave you with a few scriptures starting with the one that I opened with. Matthew 24, 6. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Psalm 118, 6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Isaiah 41, 13. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand it is i who say to you fear not i am the one who helps you joshua 1:9 have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go and then john 14:27 peace i leave with you my peace i give to you Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Thanks for listening today. If you found this to be helpful, feel free to comment below if you're listening on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, it would greatly help if you just left a really quick review. I pray that you are leaving our time together feeling encouraged and emboldened by the promises of God. Until next time, Mama, teach them truth, train them up, and trust God through it all.